0: We're live. Oh, thank God. Here we go. Guess what uh guess what's back? I don't know what's back.
1: You're listening to the Rough and Tumble
0: podcast. <laughs> We have our sound effects back. I know. We've been without them for a while. And I, we cl- we cleaned up this. St- or I cleaned up the studio, too. I and mean, we kind of yeah. got the basic outline it's, of what we wanted. But I agree. I like the addition of the radio. The radio. Mm-hmm. I want to get rid of the blanket really bad. That's going to happen soon. Yeah. But it's less uh, echoey in here. I've noticed because we have... I told it's it's just It's like it's the last more one, shit yeah. in here. Yeah. The more stuff you put in here, the less echoey. It, it gets, just breaks weird. up the sound. Um, wow. still needs to be treated pretty badly. I still hear quite a bit of echo, yeah. especially when we get loud. <clears throat> but um, this is actually the last episode of 2019. Yeah,
2: because this will be released on Monday, which is the 30th. Yep. And that's the day before New Year's Eve. And then 2020.
0: See you. Oh, we got oh. sound effects back. Too. We do have sound effects yeah. back. Um, I said
2: see you because I thought you were going to say 2019. Oh. And then you said twenty twenty, and now it seems weird that I said see you.
0: Oh, I was just looking to the future. Yeah. I was apparently focusing on the past. Twenty twenty is that date of like I think everybody has like that uh they're like this date is the future. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> this is when the future exists. <laughs> oh yeah. And twenty twenty is that for me.
2: Yeah. What what was that show on uh on adult swim,
0: wasn't it? Uh
2: yeah. It was Sea Lab twenty twenty oh yeah yeah, that's what it was called yeah. c-lab
0: 2020 is amazing but there yeah. was a uh there was a show when i was a kid that i think might have been on a adult swim later on but um it was set in the year 2020 yeah everything was future. supposed to happen in the 2020 yeah and so i was like that's always been my date what was that um uh stanley kubrick movie oh um a
2: space odyssey but was it yeah was it set in 2020 i don't remember i don't remember
0: either i just know that uh the end of that movie was fucking crazy i've never seen that seen that movie i'm really i'm kind of a big film buff and i've never it's a great movie watch that movie um if i haven't seen it past a certain time there's just don't ever go back yeah and there's like there's a low chance that i'm going to get hooked on a space odyssey 2021 i think is what it was oh yeah so not too far we need to go into uh the twin bee tiles have you ever seen anything about that no i don't know what that is um i watched it i watched a full documentary on it so i'm basically i have my doctorate mm-hmm. in it now Um, that's what doctorate stands for documentary <laughs> um <laughs> uh, there's these there's these tiles i need to look it up there's these tiles that are like embedded in the ground and it started in philadelphia i think or something um and it says this really cryptic thing about um Stanley Kubrick and 20 and a space odyssey and what's it called all these different things The the twin B tiles T O Y N B Y tiles T I L E S um but anyways they're just like randomly placed all over and now they're all over the world um and they tried to catch the guy that's been that's been doing it and find out why and all of that stuff it's pretty interesting I think I typed it in wrong
2: because I just got a really good um Ad for tile starting at twenty nine cents
0: a square foot. <laughs> it's basically Toynbee. Toyn, T-O-Y? T O Y. Yeah, toy. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Also known as the Toynbee Pat Plaques. In other news, I'm pretty sure that our property, our land, is haunted.
2: Oh, I don't doubt it one bit. I've seen your your crawlspace thingy.
0: Yeah. Um. Oh. or oh, Your store. You shelter. The cellar. A cellar yeah. The wine cellar. Um, well, last night, a, okay, let's give some context to everybody else. The, uh, I just moved to Jacksonville and I live like not even a half a mile from a civil war battlefield. Oh yeah. So it's pretty, pretty likely that the property that I own or that we own is like civil war It's probably going on in that area. There's probably some stuff. Happening, I could probably dig up some
2: artifacts. I think you should. I know you talked about getting a metal detector, and I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, I wonder if you can rent metal detectors. Surely you
0: could. I don't know if you could like here. You know, if you were like in Florida or something, yeah, more or treasure kind on of the beach and stuff, yeah. where pirates bury treasure a lot. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, the Arkansas pirates are a little bit less known. Yeah, they hide, they hid treasure all over Arkansas though. But anyways, we were we were out. Uh, we had a, we built a fire last night and we were like hanging out out there, and there were footsteps in the woods that were like, I've heard like raccoons in the woods, mm-hmm. I've heard a deer and stuff like this. This was like you know the sound of somebody trying to control their step. Yeah, real and soft. It, and hitting a stick and it breaking mm-hmm. under their foot. You know what it was? What they were probably using the liquor trail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that trail that we. Were, I, that's kind of what I was thinking too. It was like that. That wooded area, I want to get a drone and fly it out there because, like, I'm willing to bet what it probably actually is is homeless people living in those woods. Oh, oh, for sure. Probably, like, meth heads or something. Yeah. Um, Which is fucking creepy Mm -hmm. because, like, they're surrounding, it's surrounded our our back property. Yeah, it is. And then um, I would probably put a lock on your cellar.
2: Unless you just want to start charging somebody rent. Yeah, no, there
0: it is. Oh, yeah, because right? they're probably going to start living there and in your shed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why it's – dude, that shed concerns me a little bit because there's there's two, like, uh, sliding bolts on mm-hmm. the top and bottom. There's a latch um, for a uh, master lock. Oh, they yeah, they locked it up tight. There's a latch that then, like – twists and locks and then the handle locks and then i found on the inside there's a battery operated alarm system that that goes off that's um, because if you
2: said it it was most like i guarantee you the people who lived here before had people stealing shit out of their non-stop yeah um like if i'm a meth head that's the first place i'm going <laughs> right because i assume there's
0: going to be long we don't equipment. have a fence around our property yet, yeah exactly it's a nightmare yeah so we got we adopted a new dog today yeah apparently. Poor <laughs> like thing. literally as mit showed up um <laughs> i adopt. didn't even see you guys on the porch over there yeah we were over and well, i thought that was their dog and then yeah. i was like fuck this isn't your dog now we're stuck with it god damn it um and i saw it in their yard first so like they should it's their responsibility now yeah are <laughs> you still reading about the 20 yeah
2: it's it's um it's really weird um like in 1983, there was a letter to the Philadelphia Inquirer referenced a Philadelphia-based right. campaign, yeah, with themes similar to those mentioned in the tile, and it it like one of the tiles it just says in movie 2001
0: mm-hmm. resurrect dead. That's un- what it Jupiter. was. 2001: A Space Odyssey. That's Not what it was. Yeah, yeah. 2001. Mm-hmm. You're right. Um, so that's already passed. But yeah, yeah. in 2000, it's like in 2001: Space Odyssey. Kubrick says something. Who's John Arnold J. Toynbee? um British historian remember. and philosopher weird yeah it's super weird dude i mean obviously weird.
2: you know i see stuff like that and i think um i mean you you know i want to believe that there's more to it mm-hmm. because that's that's what's fun about it but
0: the truth is it's there's probably
2: nothing to it
0: let me oh let me ask you this with being in the air force mm-hmm. right and like i feel like if there's any any government or military uh force that has access to aliens, it's mm-hmm. gonna be the Air Force. Well now they just stood up the Space Force. The Space Force. Yeah. So you guys are gonna have to hand over all your secret documents. Well what do you think the likeliness of it actually going on? Like something going on with aliens. With aliens in the government, Area fifty one kind of stuff. All of that conspiracy that maybe the government's hiding it and well so because i think about this a lot Mm -hmm. and i'm
2: in two places on it so one i obviously believe that aliens exist
0: because obviously obviously
2: duh (laughs) because it's too big the the universe is too big yeah like this idea that we we, you know and the thing is is you know i I believe in god and stuff um but i also believe that there's no way that we were it right um And I think that as we explore even Mars and stuff, we're going to start to realize that we are just the planet that has lasted the longest, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But then on the flip side, you know, you don't hear about China or Japan or Russia or any of those other places talking about their Russian secrets. You know, is there an area 51 in Russia, like a similar, you know? Well, you can't for, for part of it. Like,
0: for those specific countries, it's a little bit of a different story.
2: I guess my point is is that the idea that they the aliens chose America right as like their focal point for all their technological advances. Yeah, I just you know, because you see spotted you know, they've got they've had spottings down in uh, Brazil in and, and Latin America and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So
0: um, have you heard about the the in in Nuremberg? I might have talked about this before, but in, in Nuremberg, Germany, uh, it's always stood out to me because that's where I was born. was in Nuremberg. Oh yeah, and the, in like the seventeen hundreds, there was this big sighting of UFOs that like literally had a battle over Nuremberg. I mm. mean, they were saying like they. I mean, there's drawings of it, it happened like just before dawn, um, and like multiple like the whole town witnessed it, it looked like a battle going on to the point where they could identify one side was very clearly winning and one side was very clearly losing. I hadn't heard anything. And there's like newspaper. I saw it on, I think ancient aliens. Oh, that makes more sense. Let's take that with a grain of salt. But, um, that shows amazing. (laughs) I love the show. Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. I think I I looked into it a little bit and it's got some credibility. I don't remember how much. I watched, um,
2: a documentary over the week or yesterday called, um, searching for skinwalker about the skinwalker ranch
0: Ranch. yeah Yeah. i've seen that and
2: that probably has the most eyewitness accounts in one focal area Mm -hmm. around one area um i was gonna look up um bob lazar's like bob lazar that's who i was gonna look up yeah yeah um well he was on it on accident like on accident he kind of got involved and then of course um the guy who did that documentary went on to actually make a whole documentary about Bob Lazar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
0: I've seen. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then that's the guy that went on the uh, Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. With him and stuff. Yeah. Dude. I was thinking about how does Joe Rogan make any kind of like the bold statements that he makes and makes them like, as if they're fact. I can't set my, I can't set my, uh, I don't know how to describe what I'm trying to say, but I can't like, say things that concrete like he does you know what i'm saying like he'll say something about aliens or whatever and you're like oh he knows apparently what he's talking (laughs) about like he knows all these names and things that
2: happen dude he's super smart he does like i was thinking about that on the drive over here about how like
0: i don't feel like he's any smarter than people that you and i know he just retains a lot of information
2: like he he can he can pull information out of the back of his brain I think it
0: repeats a lot of information. He does. I think he hears a lot of information around the people that he's. Yeah, with. he does have access to a lot of conversations. That, That's true. Um, that we don't. But yeah, I was like, how do you how do you just like make a statement so concrete and say like this is the way that it is, this is the way that it should be, and then stick by that? Like what? I can't think of anything yeah. in particular. Um, but he just you know when he says something people are like oh yeah yeah that makes sense something. that makes sense i'm going Must keto. be true yeah yeah something <laughs> like that <laughs> yeah, like, like, he knows all the ins and outs of that kind of shit and i'm like
2: dude I'll and that's know. a big part of him having a lot of smart people on his guests
0: that's true because yeah. he's
2: had like multiple um, experts in the field mm-hmm. uh on his guests like dr Rhonda patrick has been on there and she's like a huge proponent for all that stuff and um, I've,
0: I listen to her podcast every now and then, but it's super boring. Yeah. So. I don't, I don't listen. Honestly, I don't listen to any podcast. We need to get some drama with another podcast. We do. I hear that's like, that's a big thing. That's mm-hmm. how it need to do. I was also thinking about, um, this is kind of ruining my own plans, but I'm probably <laughs> not going to actually do it. It'd be fun to do an ARG. Do you know what an ARG is? I don't is? know what that is. Alternative reality game. Oh yeah. Okay. Where like you... Like you go on Twitter or maybe like somebody that has a, a following or something and you create a scenario like you have a stalker or your house is haunted. It sounds creepy. And you start like making up uh, scenarios and videos and like people in the community start to like try to debunk it or um, try to figure out what's going on, like what the storyline is and stuff. That sounds Super complicated. It can be. Some yeah. of them, are, some of them are kind of interesting though. When you think about it, it's like I mean, like you're playing pretend with your friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you're just going, getting really elaborate with it. It sounds like it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's one that like the Twitter I think is called "Where Did the Sun Go," and it's like this. The first tweets just him saying like "help," mm-hmm. and then the next one, and I don't know how they get all these followers either because I like either. I don't think that they go out and campaign, campaign it, but then like they'll start a brand new Twitter and say something like help. And then people will will follow and respond to it.
2: Maybe there's a whole group of people that we just don't know about.
0: Yeah. Maybe you have to like advertise in a certain. Like a a forum. Wouldn't that
2: be a fun thing to do though? Like. It can be if you get enough people.
0: If it's just me and you, it's just going to be. Yeah. If we're just putting (laughs) shit out there and like nobody's paying attention to it. Like what are these fucking weirdos doing? Fucking guys. But like uh, you could like, you know, there's a ghost in my house or something and we like make creepy videos try to convince people that it's <clears throat> that it's that it's real we're totally ruining whatever plan i know
2: we'd have but so an interesting story uh, Well, it's not really interesting it's it's kind of comical i guess so um my mom um believed to the day she died that her house was 100 haunted right mm-hmm. so i didn't experience any sort of um paranormal activity while i was there um but apparently it happened a lot. You know, I just wasn't there whenever it was happening. I I did have one moment of paranormal activity, but it could easily be explained away by like other things. Logic. Logic. Yeah. Cause I did have, um, my daughter's baby, um, seat was sitting on the table and Mm -hmm. then like, out of nowhere it just started rocking, but I could have bumped it. any number of things. Right. So that's the only thing I ever experienced. But so, um, and she'd been saying these things for years. Like, she she knew their names, um, how many there were. There was, like, three of them. One was a little girl. And, like, one of them um, had a uh, an obsession with her fiance and wanted him to, like, come be with her. It was, like, a
0: whole lot. Dude, if everybody was legit, like, that'd be fucking cool, you know? Right. Like, have a party. Let's- yeah.
2: Well, apparently they did have parties. Like, they would. It was super weird. Not. But anyway. Um. So, and this went on for years, right? <laughs> and my mom used to tell me about it all the time. I thought everybody in the family also knew this stuff. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, when she was in the hospital, um, uh, pr- right before she passed away, um, they had to, like, I get a, a text from my sister, and she's like, hey, um, they have to do a psyche eval on mom. And I was like, for what? And she's like, yeah, she's sitting in the hospital room talking about how her house is haunted and all this, like, just went on this whole thing. And I yeah. like I was literally like you didn't know this stuff? Like, how did you not know that mom
0: thought these things? Have you seen the new Joker? Yes. What if like, that was the moment where you realized that like everything wasn't,
2: wasn't real, wasn't the way that it was supposed to be. And I'm the crazy person. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Dude, it was, I just remember having that moment of thinking like, how am I the only one in the family that knew mom thought all these things? Yeah. You know, like my sister was concerned too. She was like, I think mom's crazy now. And I was like, no, she's had like, I had explained to her brother, like my uncle, And um, because my uncle was like, no, you don't understand. She's saying this, 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 and this. And I was like, yeah, she's been saying it for years. Mm -hmm. How have you all not known this stuff? You know, so.
0: That's wild. Lizzie, Lizzie's pretty, uh, I mean, she, she feels like uh, her grandpa's house, her grandma's house Mm -hmm. is uh, haunted 100%. What was weird is like, she's told me that before. She's like, you know, like, um, she just believes that it, she's convinced that it's haunted, that there's spirits there. And then we picked up her brother um, a couple of weeks ago for Christmas or whatever. As soon as we picked him up, she's like, did you go to grandma's house? And he's like, yeah. And, um, or grandpa's house. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, how was it? And he goes, fucking weird, dude. He, <laughs> he's still there. And like, he passed away. And she's yeah. and talking about like, he's still walking around the house. That's crazy. And I was like, whoa, that would be, it's so weird that like, I've never once experienced anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then some other people are like. this happened like as if it's solid fact you know so I don't know I mean like
2: well it makes you wonder maybe I'll
0: find out over the next couple weeks I hope you moved into this new place I hope you do um oh I'm scared of ghosts (laughs) I like I don't believe in them but fuck if I'm wrong I know know, like oh they're so scary what if like you know that's this that's literally one of the scariest things I can think of I'm not scared of any human Mm-hmm. I'm terrified of dead humans. The possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dead human spirits and animals. When I'm camping, that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Because I don't know what the fucking animal is going to do. No. It, we dealt with that when I went
2: through um, survival training. So for a week, they put us in the field in the Cofield National Forest, and we're just like going from campsite to campsite. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's bears, giant wolf, packs of wolves, uh, mountain lions, all kinds of stuff up there. And we're sleeping outside in tents that we made. And the thing is, is that a lot of the tents are not like,
0: you're not covered up inside. Right. You just have like a top over you. I would you know? prefer that. Honestly, when I'm thinking about an animal attacking me, I would like an easy way out instead of being trapped inside of a cocoon. Well,
2: I, uh, I didn't
0: think about it like
2: that. Um, but you would hear them at night mm-hmm. sniffing around. And um, a few times, like I can tell you this you can tell the size of an animal based on the way it sniffs around your campsite. Yeah. Because sometimes you're like, Oh, that's totally a raccoon. And then other nights you were like, that's a fucking bear. Yeah. There's no way that's not a bear. You can
0: hear the heat oh, coming out of them. Oh my God. <laughs> <It was> like, <gasps>
2: yeah, dude, it was super nerve wracking because you you'd wake up the next day and it was snow outside. So you would see all the tracks oh, and you're like, God. we were almost a meal. There's yeah. no doubt we were almost a meal and you don't have weapons. You don't have anything, you know,
0: like you just
2: go bear, go yeah scat
0: we want i want to do um bob and i want to do the pacific crest trail the pct i don't know what that is um it's the trail that runs from mexico all the way up to canada along wow uh through like california and the pacific northwest and stuff it's a three month long hike it takes Oh, i thought it would take so much longer to get yeah. from Mexico to Canada, it can. It takes about about three months. The problem is you have like a, a pretty tight window um, for weather to do and stuff. For weather, yeah. Um, and so you have to get, you have to apply and get all this stuff. And with uh, climate change, things have been like, I was like, oh. that was weird. I don't know why I was so fucking sassy about that with climate change. Because um, you're so woke. Yeah. So it's just really sassy of me. Um, <laughs> Uh, there's like the wildfires are getting like really dangerous yeah. and uh, the blizzards and stuff like that. But uh, the bears was like a big thing that we were, we were like researching. People get eaten so by bears scary. every day. Yeah. that's Daily. A... <laughs> I don't know if it's <laughs> daily, um, but yeah, that's, oh, that's scary. Uh, this is, we said, we mentioned it earlier. This is the last episode of, of 2019. So let's recap. What is your, What's your, what's your highlight of, of 2019? What's your best moment of 2019? Hmm. Hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think I got promoted to black belt in 2000. No, I didn't No. 2018. Yeah. Mm. I didn't compete at all in 2019. So yes, you did. Oh, I did. I competed with you. Well, that's not a highlight. So yeah. Uh, Cause I lost both those fights. Um, Oh, we've got that other that new dog barking. Oh, you hear it? I don't know. I didn't really. Twenty nineteen was a super boring year for me. Yeah, because nothing really happened. Um, Dude, how can you say that? Well, in my life,
0: we happened, Mitchell. We oh we well this would be the highlight. Twenty nineteen is when we the creation. Uh, Honestly, I've I've said it multiple episodes. I've told you before. Like twenty nineteen was my year. Yeah, you were smoking. I knew it. it was coming. Like, um, I'm I'm glad that you.
2: You know, I felt like um, Jan Brady, pretty much our entire relationship Um, in your Marsha. Oh, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Because um, all these great things were happening to you. (laughs) (laughs) And then I had to sit around and listen to it.
0: Yeah, that was my highlight. I wasn't winning my match, but getting to rub it in your face later. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Throwing you. At the seminar was another one of my highlights. Yeah, you did have some really good highlights that involved me. Yeah. Um, I've just been getting my ass kicked all year. This podcast is blown up. (laughs) I think, dude, the reason I think that, like, 2019 was my year was because nobody can have that many shit fucking years in a In a row. Yeah, I had my, like, pretty much entire, well, halfway through Brown Belt up through Black Belt until the recent like the past year was fucking horrible. It was like roughest years of my life. Um, I was in a miserable relationship, mm. got out of a miserable relationship, then was depressed because of that. Right. And then got a black belt in the middle of it and got depressed because of that. <laughs> <laughs> and it just kept snowballing on me. But then that was like, I don't know, something happened. I was just like, you know what? this is, I feel it. Something's different. I'm excited about 2020.
2: I feel that way going into 2020. I do. I think um, the main reason I'm excited about 2020 is because, like you said, um, you can't have that many shitty years in a row. Yeah. So, like, 2020 has got to be good. But I've got I've got cool stuff coming up on the horizon for me, like career wise and stuff. There's some things I'm I'm looking into and um, I I might be finished. If everything goes according to plan, I might be finishing my bachelor's degree next year uh, at the end of next year. So that'd be super cool for me. Um, being the only, me and my sister, the only two out of all the kids that my mom and dad had that have ever graduated high school. Mm -hmm. And then I'm the only one that's actually got any college. And then, uh, if I graduate, I'll be the only one that's ever graduated college. And so that's kind of cool. Um, but then also just, um, that degree opens up some options for me career wise. World of other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, world of wonder, if you will. Mm Um, uh, I wish I could have recorded my my daughter Reagan. She's um, five, and and I'm a I, TV is the reason for this. But um, I asked her to do an English accent the other day, and she did spot on.
0: Oh, really? Spot on. I, I should can't have recorded it. I can barely do. One. I can't do accents very well. I can. I feel like I could have been a comedian if you I could, could have only been do a accents. if I could do accents. That was what held me back. <laughs> the, I'm like one <laughs> of the funniest people I know, and like. <laughs> But you can't do characters. Yeah, I just can't do character <laughs> acting. I'm like a, I'm like a, what's that guy's name? Pete, uh, Pete Townsend. What's that? that's not <laughs> that's right? The Led Zeppelin guy or something. Uh, Pete, he dated Ariana Grande. Pete Williams. Pete. Oh, Pete Wentz. No, <laughs> I don't know. He's the bass player for <laughs> Fall Out Boy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Pete something. I don't know the guy that dated Ariana Grande. That's on uh, Saturday Night Live. Oh, the guy that almost killed himself like 50 times? Yeah, his yeah. dad like died in 9-11 and he yeah. makes jokes
2: about it to deal with it. Yeah. What's he, that guy's name? I don't know, but he's pretty funny. I know what you're talking
0: about because yeah. I guess he does. But he with can't do depression. any characters. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. never done. I've never seen him do like a character.
2: Yeah, because he tried to kill himself after him and Ariana Grande broke up.
0: I don't know if he ch- attempted suicide. I or remember he, he like it. disappeared and he mm. talked about it a little bit. Yeah, because I know that he did it on social media and yeah. people like reached out to him but mac miller did it first so now he yeah can. now he's <laughs> sorry just looks like he's following the crowd now he can't now he can't <laughs> kill himself because then it would look like he was copying mac, it, mac and that's like his mm. ex-girlfriend's ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. yeah that's a what a twisted triangle that is but mac miller died of an overdose didn't he yeah was it intentional no um, it was something to do with fentanyl or something that'll get you every time mm-hmm. that'll so get you every time what i think Here's what I, here's what I'm thinking for 2020, 2019. We're kind of going out like, I know it might seem like we're going out with a fizzle, mm-hmm. right now like, because we kind of are. Like this is honestly, this is gonna be, I'm not gonna lie to you guys, it's gonna be a dull episode. Yeah, you're not gonna like it at all. You now that you're 45 minutes in, and <laughs> I'd probably go ahead and turn it off. Yeah, actually, I don't even s- listen to the rest. Scoop, yep. um, but then 2020 like we have a lot of things that are just fucking brewing right now mm-hmm. like we're waiting on just pieces little things to fall into place pieces to happen that are just beyond our control mm-hmm. and once those things happen i think like 2020 is just gonna oh, yeah. blow up and what's awesome is like 90 percent of it honestly is we're just waiting for 2020 because this yeah. holiday is like fucked us everything up yeah. i have a text message that i have saved in my notes mm-hmm.
2: um twenty twenty, um it, that I'm gonna send to Ariada Grande once we blow up. Yeah, that's the status we're gonna get to. Of course. And so um She'll come on. Yeah, right come around on. right around March, I
0: figure twenty twenty. Yeah. I'll be
2: able to press send. Um, Are you trying to come in, Bob?
0: Yeah, I need you to move my car. I need <laughs> you to move your car so I can move my car. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can Okay. You wanna come in and keep keep everybody occupied while I do that? Why don't you come say hi to everybody? You gotta, you gotta come tag come tag out Johnny. Yeah, you can let you can let the the puppy in. Oh, Alright, yeah. Bob's gonna tag me out while I move for a car real quick. <laughs> everybody meet our new dog. Yeah, she's a tail drummer. She's a tail drummer.
2: So if you hear noises?
1: All right, what's our
2: talk image. Um We were just talking. Oh, I hope he doesn't unplug anything. Um, We were just talking about how excited we are for 2020 because Johnny had an amazing 2019. He did? um, Well, according to Johnny, he did. And then I didn't. um, And so the goal is, is that that his good luck and good fortune continue and that mine turns around (laughs) I think
1: 2019 was like the worst year of my life.
2: I felt the same way about mine.
1: It was so bad.
2: Because I, well, we started the podcast, so that was a positive, mm-hmm. but I literally lost every fight that I had and Johnny won all his. Yeah. Um, I didn't compete at all. Um, yeah. I don't, nothing, nothing amazing happened.
1: Yeah. I, you know, everything
2: I, actually went wrong, honestly.
1: Yeah. I agree yeah. with you. I didn't have like one good thing happen except for this house. Yeah. And now i don't even know if it's a good now i'm just kidding
2: now because well, johnny said it's haunted anyway so
1: <laughs> no it's not haunted
2: well I don't if know. it were I,
1: mean. I would have picked it up by now
2: oh you think so yeah well, he said that, it, that the the land itself is haunted maybe not the house i don't
1: think it's haunted i just know that it was like a probable battlefield but that doesn't mean it's haunted
2: i don't know when a lot of people die in one spot that's exactly how hauntings happen
1: well that could be true But it doesn't feel like any spirits are like left behind. I don't know. Maybe there's some like in the area. I don't specifically feel it here. I think
2: you guys probably have a homeless problem in the woods behind your house.
1: I don't. I know that that guy's not homeless. And I know that he has 50 dogs, according to our neighbor, who I just spoke with. I just met him.
2: Just moments ago.
1: (laughs) Just literally like five minutes ago. Yeah. 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 Did you move the car? Yeah. Okay. Our 10 dudes are hanging out now. Huh? Wow. Ooh. That's, Maybe they'll have a Tacoma. Tip to tip. They'll have a little baby Tacoma. Yeah. <laughs> hey, doggies. Say goodbye to everybody. It was fun. Come on, babies. Go on, Nora. Come on,
2: babies. Oh. I'm just super nervous about them <laughs> knocking something over because we had a rough start to getting this podcast We did kind of get a rough start. What were we all talking about? Um, I just was talking about 2020 i heard and you say
0: 2019 was a good year for johnny and she said it was yeah she did
2: she we both agreed that we our 2019 was terrible and that um she also doesn't think that this house or this land is haunted which Uh-oh. i disagree with i do i think that the probability is too high considering mm-hmm. the location what probably happened here yeah um, another thing it could be aliens we're close there's to the that. air force base true True. I've I spent a lot of time at the Air Force Base and I haven't seen any crazy anomalies yet.
0: But Dude, if honestly, if it came out they're like, We've been hiding this the whole time, I would be more amazed by the fact that people were able to cover that up for that long. Right. Because it's like, dude, people are stupid. Well, supposedly, you know, during whenever
2: a new president comes in, they give him like an intel brief Mm -hmm. and part of it is the alien program. Yeah. But if anybody was gonna out that donald trump would have been the one for out sure that. for sure and
0: he hasn't said anything yeah but well, would you believe him if he did 100 really 100 i think it would be some stupid like yeah aliens super real yep. they're out there i would have been like and then like, nailed it okay am i supposed to believe i would that? believe it he's the president <laughs> i mean why wouldn't even believe him <laughs> i don't know mitch why would why wouldn't i believe him he's kept his word on everything else <laughs> um I'm not getting into this with you, Mitchell. <laughs> this is not a political podcast. <laughs> um, I'm super like neutral with all that stuff. I mean, like I do care. I do have opinions on it, but I also mm-hmm. don't vote. Yeah. Um. And I was that way like, for a long time. People like chew me the fuck out, and I'm like, listen, your right to vote is also my right not to vote. Correct. Because I don't give a shit, and I don't think that mm-hmm. it's gonna matter. I haven't. Honestly,
2: I have not voted. Since the Obama administration and his first first term I, yeah i haven't voted since then <clears throat> for the same reason, like we've proven time and time again that the popular vote doesn't make a difference, yeah,
0: my vote's yeah. not going to make a difference, mm-hmm, and not. do you really think that like even the person that I might actually want to be president is the person that I truly want to be right. president no, like, it's because th- right now those are the options I, that's that were given me yeah yeah exactly, nobody likes school lunch not like. Not because it wasn't good, because you weren't given the options. You yeah. know, like, yeah, you just got shit food or more shit food. Yep, welcome so, to Shitsville or Nutty Buddies. That's what I yuck. Oh wait, no, no, Nutty Buddies are awesome. You know what? Uh-huh. We could compare actually. The more that I think about it, school lunches and politics. Uh-huh. Uh, that I think that that that's fact Yeah, because then as soon as they, they were you in school when they introduced um, the idea of like, well, now you can have like pizza snickers at the fucking checkout line and soda pop and stuff like that did yeah because there was a very i remember that switching i do too it was it was right around high school for me because i remember See, mine was middle school so it would have been yeah yeah, yeah so that it would have been sense. my high
2: school yeah because we went from whatever was on the menu that day to being like oh you can go to the snack line or you can yeah. go to the regular line
0: what was that was that like was there a law that was passed or something I, I who the know. fuck did that i don't know i didn't vote my parents didn't vote yeah I mean, like, honestly, if that was up to a vote, I would vote no on that shit. Mm -hmm. I just eat pizza every day. I eat Nutty Buddies. Like, seriously, my (laughs) entire sixth and seventh uh, grade I
2: want to say, no, it couldn't have been because Obama wasn't president then. No, it was Clinton. Yeah,
0: Clinton. And I know he didn't do it. Maybe he did. I don't know. There had to have been some kind of, like, thing that allowed big corporations into into something like that or something. Yeah, because I remember... um, you know, you had the white milk, chocolate milk, 2% milk. And then, like, all of a sudden, you could get those uh, frutopias, frutopias, Yeah. Sodas, all that stuff. What a huge scam when you think about it. The other thing I was thinking about, too. Okay, so you're the government. And you're thinking, how are we going to keep track of people? You have to basically you have to kind of um, you have to read the future, right? Mm-hmm. It's the 50, 40s, 50s, whatever, right? You've got to predict the future. What's the best way to identify people? DNA, DNA. Okay, that's the, that. That's definitely the fingerprint. N- fingerprints would be the okay. next one, right? The easiest way to identify somebody would probably be fingerprints. I would say DNA yeah. would be like super difficult, right? <laughs> um, do you remember when you were a kid, whenever the police would come Absolutely. to your school and make you fingerprint? One hundred percent. You didn't have a choice. Mm-mm. It was like a thing. Like you're, everybody was having fun and. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're all gonna go do. Let's show you how this
2: works. Yeah, they fucking have you now. Yeah, the military takes DNA. I have a DNA on file with the military now. But you signed up for that. Yeah, again. But we, it didn't always be. <laughs> it wasn't always that way. Yeah. You know, um, I remember probably it probably was about five or six years ago. Yeah. That they made a transition to where they took your DNA and they had it on file now.
0: Um, I'm, see for I'm, I'm several okay. different reasons I'm obviously. okay with that yeah I don't have a
2: problem because with it. You're, I could not care less. you're
0: in the military yeah so I'm part of I mean honestly part of the reality of your job is death it's
2: true and um because I mean we do it with all our uh all of our sus like not suspects but um like anybody that's a suspected terrorist mm-hmm. that is is killed or whatever um they'll they do a catalog they'll do DNA
0: so here's what would be the scary thing is if they also took your DNA test whenever you were a small child mm-hmm. and then they when they take your DNA test again they're like oh You're this person, right? So that's what they're doing with your fingerprints. And guess what you use to unlock your phone? Your fingerprint. I don't. I use my face and my... I did use my fingerprint. You're doing it. You're buying into exactly what they want. No, I know. Absolutely. I'm already... I mean, like... what? I've got Facebook. I've got... Yeah, I've got it all. I'm one... You did though. I
2: did. Yeah, it's too late. But, but now that I've t- I've deleted it, it's like it never happened.
0: Right, it just erased all of it, and <laughs> yeah. they're never gonna yeah. catch
2: you. It's true. It's not a, a database. software the
0: grid. It, yeah, H- hacker man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I got really weird with like security for a while there. Like I downloaded a VPN and like I was using encrypted emails. Like it, it got, I got really weird for a little bit there. Um, but I mean, yeah. and now I send my social through my Yahoo account. and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: Honestly, like. All of it. The worst that's gonna happen to me is somebody's gonna take money out of my bank account.
2: Mm-hmm. Which in most banks now secure that. Right. So it's not even and like I'm it's gonna, gonna say, be a big
0: deal. I check my bank account every day. Pretty much so it's like, oh, that wasn't me. So Have you ever had your bank account hacked? Mm-hmm. I had mine too. Yeah. Our gym account for a while was like having an issue with that. I guess somebody one of our one of our wholesalers was like just, getting hacked, and we just got, oh we couldn't figure out who the fuck it was. You and Daniel just thought you both were buying weird stuff yeah yeah I seriously we had to like get a new card like five times when you I had so I've
2: had the same bank for 17 years and they're a pretty pretty badass bank they're military banks and they've always taken care of like military members and stuff like during the uh um the government shutdown like mm. they still paid us oh, they yeah. basically gave interest-free loans because they knew they were gonna get their money you know yeah so that was super cool like my money didn't stop um and then when I had somebody hack my account and um, they were trying to buy German power tools mm-hmm. and airline tickets. Nice. And I was like, well, that wasn't me. To go pick up their German. To, yeah, yeah, because, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got a book of flight to Germany to pick up their tools. <laughs> yeah. Um, they'll never catch me. Um, but a buddy of mine, um, he's a purple belt. We met on one of my deployments. And um, he went out partying one night in Spain, I think it was. And sp- he got wasted, wasted, and spent like $1,500 like at a bar. Nice. And insane, right? Well, he woke up the next day and didn't remember any of it. So he checks his bank account, and he's missing $1,500. And he assumes someone has hacked his account. So he calls the bank, tells them that someone has hacked his account, and they were like, no problem. This happens a lot. Um, and they gave him the money back. Whoa. And then two days later, he remembered that he spent the money. And then he was just $1,500 richer. Whoa. Like he never called him back and was like, I've made a mistake. Um, yeah. That's wild. I know.
0: The uh, So the you,
2: moral of the story is, is um, if you go to Vegas and get drunk and buy a lot of hookers, the next day, just call your
0: bank and say somebody stole your identity. Just don't book a flight on the same card. Yeah,
2: don't do that. Yeah, you don't want to... Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Today on shitty pro tips, <laughs> life pro tips, um, how to do illegal things, uh, the... I don't remember what I was going to talk about, but the, oh, you know what I did learn recently? I've been eating a lot of fast food mm-hmm. because uh, we've been moving and all that stuff. And because I'm a fat, I pretend like it's the move that I've been. Yeah. Re- no, it's just an excuse. To, I've been eating fast food for like a your year. Real or, your real estate agent is your enabler. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make you any faster. It doesn't. No. Mm-mm. So far, it's only mm-hmm. made me feel shittier mm-hmm. and fatter. They should call it uh, shittier food yeah, instead of fast no, food. Not fast food. Yeah. Will not make you fast food.
2: Did you ever buy shoes when you were a kid that you thought were going to make you faster?
0: Yeah, I, I remember too. getting a, I got some BK Nights. Ooh, British Knights. Yeah, I got some BK Nights that I saved up for. What happened to those? Why aren't those a thing? Um, I don't know. And I know why that, were they a thing back then? I don't... British Knights were the heat.
2: They were like the first glow shoe, too.
0: Yeah, but who who was wearing those?
2: I was. You didn't buy any British Knights? No, I did. Yeah, That's yeah. What I'm yeah. Saying. I was wearing. Them.
0: I, I had some. Yeah, me and every kid in my preschool. Dude, this <laughs> shit. Those shit was dope. I had my first job when I was in second grade delivering newspapers. Yeah. Me and my mom got, uh, delivered newspapers together, and I saved up all my money and got some British Knights. Then I also. Do you remember the water gun that? Uh, super Soaker. Uh, yeah, I think it was a Super Soaker, but it would like it was voice activated. Oh nope, no idea what you're talking about. So I had one that was voice activated. I saw it on TV, and you'd go fire, and it would shoot, and squirt out your. Headset. I feel like
2: you could say literally anything.
0: Well, that was the problem. <laughs> I didn't realize that you could say it reacted off of sound, yeah, not words, yeah. And so I'm goofing off with it after I spent all this money. We were actually moving at the time, and my mom's like, Take that off and help me. And I go, Okay, mom. <laughs> and then she's like, If you scored me, I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I was like, Mom, I can't stop. Okay, make it stop. It won't stop. She ended up taking it away from me because she thought I was doing it on purpose. <laughs> it's not me, it's you. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, I'm sorry.
2: What was that? Oh, it was, um, was it Grandma's Boy where, uh, it has like Nick Swartzen and stuff in it, yeah, and he's yeah. jerking off to Laura Croft. And oh, the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then his mom catches him. He turns around. And he's like, I can't stop. It feels so okay. good. Uh-huh. That's what it reminded me of. Um, I went school shopping for shoes with my dad one time. And um, you remember Fela's? Mm-hmm. So I don't the know. The person
0: that we don't speak of still wears those. Does he? I didn't know they still he's made them. He's got a big old chunky pair of Fila's Just that a, he walks around in. I didn't even know they still made them. He um, thinks that he thinks that they make him look cool, but it actually makes him look like a chola from LA. Well, he 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 also is known for buttoning
2: only the top button of his shirts. So yeah. That makes yeah. sense. But it's a cholo, not a chola. <laughs> um cholas wear hoop earrings. We went to the store to get school shoes. That was like the biggest thing ever was like you get to go get new school shoes. Yeah. Like for every year. And uh, I remember my dad, he was like, um, well, look at these and look at these. And then I was like, no, I don't like those. I don't like those. And he's like, well, what about these FILAs? And I was like, what? And he said, yeah, don't you kids wear these FILAs? Hmm. And I was like, FILA. Those are FILAs, Dad. That's not an acronym. (laughs) You can do it.
0: Let me get some of these ADDIDASs. (laughs) It's over-exaggerated. The topic that we discussed, that we discussed about discussing uh, Which Kevin one? Spacey's oh most recent conspiracy. That's like the new Epstein. I kinda of have a theory about it. I A well I have two theories. One is more realis- realistic, one is me kinda of dreaming. But um so the for those that don't know, Kevin Spacey recently I read that he had three accusers now Mm -hmm. have died, but I don't know if that's an accurate number. The article I read a second ago was the same. Did it say three? Okay. So we're going to say three of his accusers have died, I think all by suicide. Mm -hmm. Um, That I
2: don't know, but it makes sense.
0: I know one of them. One of them for sure. On Christmas Day. Yeah. The day after Kevin Spacey releases, which I thought he was in jail. I thought he was already locked You thought Kevin Spacey was in jail? Yeah. I thought he was in prison. Already. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that he was out and doing his own thing. So he released a video that was uh, super fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. Talking about when people do things wrong to you, don't... They, what do you say? Like Kill hold, them with kindness. Well, he said something before. He's like, hold, hold your fire. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. Hold you, yeah. back.
0: And... uh plan your strategy or something, kill them with kindness. And, and then, then I think super weird music. Yeah. Ominous music is what I said. Burr, burr, burr. Yeah. 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 Like from
2: the old detective movies. Yeah. Um, And I think one of the other things he said before that was, you didn't really think I was going to let this go.
0: did you? Right. Something like that. Yeah. Right. Oh, man. Or that I was going to, that I was going to miss Christmas. Or oh yeah. Like that. yeah. Yeah. Super then. weird. And he's playing that, that house of cards character. Mm-hmm. Underwood or whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah. Um, Underwood, is yeah, something like that. Well, one of the ones I was
2: reading about, who was one of the victims that died, who filed a claim. Oh, we were talking about this. When you read it at face value, it basically what he was apparently like all about grabbing dudes' dicks. Mm-hmm. Like that was his thing. Like either that or making other people grab his dick. Yeah, you know, kind of like the Louis C.K. where he was like jerking off in front of people. Right. In Louis C.K.'s defense, he did ask them at first if it was okay. But they thought he was joking. <laughs> yeah, and then he wa- you know, he starts doing it, and then everyone's like, "Oh, you can't do that."
0: Here's He's like, well, the, I had your consent. So. He's kind of what I'm thinking is like, have we seen any? There's never been a court trial, has there? I didn't know anything about it until you brought it up. Oh, you? I had not you, heard.
2: I don't have Facebook. You'd be surprised how little information really, you get you without. Reddit,
0: like fuck, it was all over. Oh really? I, I looked. Dude. I was
2: pooping this morning, looking at Reddit, and I didn't see anything about.
0: it. Oh, okay. It. This this piece of the the puzzle is new. Okay, this is, but. You know about the Kevin Spacey stuff before, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. I knew that he had been accused of some stuff right. before. Yeah, and it, yeah, uh, it was with men. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and he like he handled it really weirdly at first. He came out as like, "Whoa, I'm gay." He's like, "No, uh, you are." And then they like, and then he started saying stuff about like how being a character actor and being in character so long is like fucked with his Dude. psyche and stuff like that. Here's what I think is going on though. This is my this is my fantastical theory. I think it's setting up for some kind of documentary or TV show. I wouldn't doubt it, Joaquin Phoenix did it. Cause we see like, we see all of, we hear all of these things, but it's all like really wacky Mm -hmm. accusations with little to no basis as far as I understand. Mm -hmm. Um, People dying because of it, which is another, like three accusers die. You think Kevin Spacey has the fucking power no to murder somebody no unless he's friends with the Clintons. yeah and see there's pictures of him with bill clinton but he's an actor that could have been anywhere that's true he could have been a guest somewhere and he was a political he's on a political show Mm -hmm. so it's like that makes sense but then again like who uh, you you, kevin spacey doesn't have the power to kill people and get away Mm -hmm. with it like that Mm -hmm. and there's been no kind of like trial nothing because most
2: actors are stupid yeah. Like, that's the thing that people forget. Um, not most. I mean, there's some cool ones out there, but like, that was what I was thinking about when I was reading those articles was, can you imagine living in that world? Like right. you, you're an actor and you have infinite power, infinite power, pretty power pretty much, infinite, yeah. infinite, infinite, um, manipulation over anybody. Yeah. We talked about that with Jesse Lacey and those things, right? Like mm-hmm. he was manipulating those girls because to them, he was just this massive um figure in their lives and you know you can get away with a lot in those situations we hear about it all the time even in like um in in normal uh everyday life you know we hear about it in the military unfortunately uh where you have superiors utilizing their position of power
0: but think of the level of of assault that he's doing like he's convincing people to touch his his wiener
2: i know is it like over the pants or is it under the pants well so the first one said that what he did was he was uh it was this was the one that killed himself on christmas day uh, they were at a at a uh, nobel peace prize concert sitting at the same table and kevin spacey said hey let's go out and have a cigarette and then reached underneath his pants and grabbed his dick um
0: dude that's like the least of all sexual what, assaults. what if somebody told happen. kevin spacey i have friends that have done that to me yeah i, still, <laughs> I do i and I do it to myself. I said, thank you. And I walked mm-hmm. away. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you do it back.
2: Yeah. As a, you know, you, and that's because if you don't, then the guy goes, Hey, don't leave me hanging. Yeah. But it's you weird. Know,
0: and yeah, you, if someone grabs my dick, you have to level the field. Yeah. Like, otherwise it's a gay action. It is gay. If, if you, you're just receiving the yes, penis touching and yes. not giving it back, then that's, that's like, if, then if like a guy
2: it. leans in to kiss you, you have to kiss them back. Yeah. Otherwise,
0: you're gay. If they just kiss you, then you accept it. Yeah,
2: yeah, they're loving, and you have to pretend to like it, right? I mean, it's just pretend, you know. It's like just pretend. There's there's nothing <laughs> gay about two dudes blowing each other. No, if it you know if it wasn't if it wasn't for all the gay sex, I'd be gay in a heartbeat. <laughs> I would. did my bros, cool. yeah,
0: like just playing video. Hanging out with my bros army. all
2: the time, like yeah. if like if all you had to do was just kiss them every now and then, like you didn't have to like do. uh sex stuff you know i think about that all the time i could jerk a guy off i'm not gonna lie like there's nothing i mean i do it to myself multiple times a day yeah i'm probably really good at it i know i've practiced a lot you would think like that's what i i just assume that chicks are really you know chicks are really good at going down on other girls i assume
0: but then i think about it like well they're not doing that to themselves i was thinking about the other day i was like dude chances are it probably feels really good to get it in my pooper but I don't want it. Mm. I can't even let like. You never had anything in your butthole? Never. Not once. Mm-mm. I mean, like I've had things come out. I don't think I've <laughs> had anything come in, go in. Uh, but I've had like, uh, I've had some girls try. I've I don't had, even yeah. like, I don't even like it being near. Ooh, it gives mm. me the heebie-jeebies, you know? It's just like one of those places. I'm like, Ooh, don't touch there. Mm. Jeepers creepers. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it uh i've never it's I, like meth though you know what i'm saying like yeah. meth is probably fucking awesome i heard it was awesome dude or i mean crack I've, or something I yeah heard, dude it's gotta be great dude what's that stuff crocodile Mm-hmm. Where like turns your skin all crocodile you dude you look you're looking at your your body wasting away and you're still and eating it. itself and you're like dude i want to do some more i gotta of that. do some more of this How i've had good is that gotta be
2: in the flying community, we have to do... Um,
0: <laughs> in the flying community, we do a lot
2: of crocodile. <laughs> we have to do uh, flight physicals. And so every year we get a flight physical. And around certain ages, you have to get your butt checked. Oh, yeah. And, um, oh, oh so, I have yeah. had that. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. I knew you had. There was yeah, no yeah. way you were this old without at least having something in your butt. Yeah. Um, that would just be ridiculous. And I think most people listening right now would go, mm-hmm. Do you feel like ashamed and like? Mm -mm. I did have a really weird situation. I own up to it. I'm
0: like, well, here we are.
2: This is what we're here for. The first time it ever happened, um, it I did feel like um, something bad happened um, (laughs) because I was going for my first um,
0: class. He threw a twenty on the dresser (laughs) and left a towel down.
2: Similar, very close to that. So it was my first class three flight physical, and uh, the doc was like, "Well, you know, we got to go in there and check it out." And uh, he did, and um, the way that he threw the paper towel... So I, I was standing up, and I had my hands resting on the exam table, and then I had to spread my butt, and he gets in there. But he had so much jelly on his <laughs> yeah. hand. Like, it was... I feel like he used too much.
0: Oh, yeah, we talked about this, because I told you I had to get have uh, my balls checked. Yeah. Yeah. It was too much. And then he um, he didn't go uh,
2: here you go. Here are some, some, uh, napkins to clean off your butthole. He just threw them on the exam table and goes, here you go. And I remember (laughs) thinking, like, I looked at him and like, I felt I'm worth, that's what it felt like. I literally was like, I'm more than that. Right. Now now you know how it feels Mitchell. And then I was wiping as he's like charting, like he's doing his chart stuff. And like, I'm just wiping the jelly out of my butt, like this weird moment. (laughs) Like it literally felt like, um, like, I don't know, like, there's like, got to be a better way to do it. There should be a glory hole. You know, I what I'm think saying? maybe they should start using ultrasounds. No, <laughs> stop using fingers. It's just bad, dude. I've had because no, don't what, put the ultrasound in your butt. <laughs> like, like just, just run it over your butt hole.
0: I've had, but it still takes a lot of that. Jelly you cannot stuff. tell
2: me that they do not. Yeah, you're right. They do. I've seen. That's what
0: I had <sighs> whenever it, uh, I got kicked in in the goodies in, the in a fight, and we thought I was gonna like lose a testicle. And they had to put like all kinds of jellies and jams all yeah. over my all over my goods. I don't know what the jelly does. It somehow like
2: makes the image work better. Amplifies.
0: But I don't image. know how. Oh, like no, that's the most uncomfortable thing in the world. That I jelly have, stuff that they put on you. With the uh, they, I think they should put. Here's what you do. a drive-through window. You pull up, park your car, pull your pants down, put your butthole up against the window. <laughs> they open up a slot, stick their their finger in do their business and then you get your receipt on the next window you get yeah you pull <laughs> to the next window they give you a baggie that's got wipes and stuff in it, and your receipt here's the thing you're good to go my grandmother
2: had double bypass surgery recently, and she said that the way that they found out that her arteries were blocked was they put a uh camera type deal through her uh, femoral artery to go look at her heart
0: yeah a
2: catheter her why catheter. can't You're telling me that at this day and age with medical technology where they can put a catheter through a vein and go, look at your heart. We still have to put fingers in buttholes. Like there's no other technology. Fuel around. Yeah. This is the only way. I'm sorry. And you're like, no, I feel like there's more technology out there. (laughs) Yeah. It's some scam
0: (laughs) by all the doctors to be in control. He like puts gonna, his hand on your back and he's like, All of, Trust of a sudden, me. there's going to be like this doctor that becomes president and he's just going to do this. Yep. It's just going to be his campaign slogan. going to be his campaign. So an old man are going to be like, oh shit, dude, no. Now it's never going to stop. Um, we're well, all victims of sexual assault.
2: I think that's a fair statement. And we're all going to be like manipulated. I had one. By doctors. Um, he he made like the typical doctor jokes. He was just like, he put his finger and he's talking to it, you know, talking to me the whole time and um and you have to stay relaxed you know you because if you tense up like i would probably chop a dude's finger off with my butthole like if i if i like clenched it Mm -hmm. because i've had some pretty hard turds but i've i've guillotined them in half i work i work out yeah it's like a kegel but for your butt yeah um my taint is probably the strongest muscle in my body yeah for sure
0: this is a pretty fitting episode we started out with kevin spacey and then ended on buttholes it's his fault yeah
2: um I just don't know why. um, Anyway, he he basically put his finger in my butt and then made a joke about, um, he goes, well, there's your prostate and there's your molars. And I'm like, this guy, this guy's talking about how he can touch my teeth in my butt. Yeah. Well, first of all, not
0: far-fetched because they do connect. You are pretty short. Mm -hmm. Like I said, there's there's better ways. There needs to be a drive-through. I know there is. A drive-through glory hole. You just pull up. Stick your rectum up there and mm-hmm. they do their business. Yeah, because then you don't have to see
2: their face. You don't have to talk to them about it. Um, sometimes like whenever I have to do the whole turn your head and cough thing, I still get weirded out because I'm like, I don't know like I think my dick I think my dick looks kind of weird compared to other people's and they're probably thinking the same thing. Yeah. Like they see that and they're like, mm, That's a weird that's dick. That's a weird dick. Yeah. That is a weird dick with it, how is it possible that your ball sack is bigger than your dick? I, fig- I figured I that figure that's what they're thinking to me. Like they're like, can you move? Um, can you move your dick out of the
0: way so that I can get to your balls? <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of buttholes and weird dicks, mm, go T- on. TJ Brown's got a fight. Yeah, yeah. He he finally got it finalized. February
2: 29th. I know that date because it's this is not a leap year mm-hmm. coming up in twenty twenty. That's got to be a good thing, right? Like, wait, what what day is it? February 29th. 29th yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because normally it's the twenty eighth. Is that lucky? No, well, it only comes around like every four years. Okay. Yeah. Well, the Rough and Tumble podcast is lucky. We know that. hmm TJ came on. Well, Bryce came on and did the Twister right afterwards. Yep. And then TJ came on and he's about to knock somebody out. Yep. On on a day
2: that only comes around once every four years. Yeah. Um, it's in Norfolk, Virginia. That'll be cool. I'd like to try to go. Do we
0: know what card it's on?
2: Like- uh, it's UFC. Are you, if you go, are you going to fly or are you going to drive? Probably. I don't know yet. If you drive, I'll go with that's you. That's what I was getting ready to say. I knew you, initially I was going to say fly, but then I knew
0: what you were getting at. And I, I would be down really for a road good trip. good friend that's a Nova and Yale black belt Oh, nice. That owns a gym out there. In Virginia? Train, we we may, yeah, it's not a, it's, I think it's like it's in 16 Norfolk. hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's not far. You um, can do it in a day. And we can do, you remember I was talking about, we can stop at that uh, 10 hours from here, nine hours from here is, uh, oh shit, what is Asheville. Tennessee? Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's a gym there that we can go visit. Oh. They'll let us teach. That's the one you're talking about with the can, shack and all that. Mm-hmm. And like you get to camp out in the
2: campgrounds and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they'll oh, let us use the shit. campgrounds
0: for free if we teach classes. Oh shit. We could do that. Yeah, it's like in the Appalachian Mountains or mm-hmm. Smoky Mountains or something. Nailed it.
2: Um he's fighting Jordan Griffin. I've watched some of his videos. Uh pretty hardcore guy. Um he's got his record 17 and seven. Um that's a lot of fights. Yeah, it's a lot of losses, though, too. It is a lot of losses. Mm-hmm. Um, he is. He had. He's got a couple of knockouts, like eight submissions, um, and then a couple of um, TKOs or something like that. I think. But he he hits hard. He's got a long reach. He's one. He fights at one forty five. He's five ten. Fights at one forty five. So he probably has like a seventy two inch reach, most likely. Mm-hmm. Um, so TJ is kind of a compact fighter. So I think that you know, Annie's a counterfighter. and this guy. When I was watching his contender series fight, he, he over and over and over again used that one-two up the middle where you like, um uh, you probably know better than I do, but like it's where you come high with the, you come high and then try to come underneath with the other, you know what I mean? Where it's like boom, boom, and you chase oh, him, yeah, yeah. like chase him down the ring with it.
0: That wouldn't be a one-two, but.
2: Yeah, that's why I figured you knew more than I did.
0: Yeah, I get what you're <laughs> saying though. Um yeah, there's a lot, of, and they'll run
2: straight line. Yeah, straight yeah. line up, and they're trying to like they'll try to come over the top of your guard, and then co- and then come up the middle with the mm-hmm. bottom also, like with yeah. almost like an uppercut. So
0: that's I always refer to that as like Mike Tyson style fighting. Mm-hmm. He pu- I always say that he punches in X's. If you watch the back yeah. of his punches, they're always in X's. That's exactly what this was. Overhands and uppercuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was on the
2: Contender series that uh, I think are I'm pretty sure it was, and even if it wasn't, it doesn't matter
0: um It's real common for right now for people. Well, I mean, it's always been common, but like, they'll just bum rush straight forward. Mm-hmm. They'll run straight forward. It's all the people that uh, don't know how to strike. Honestly, who is that? Who's that curly headed kid that looks like Ben Askren's son? That um, just fought? O'Malley. No, no, no. He looks like a younger O'Malley. Oh um, shit! I don't. I know what you're talking like, about
2: though because uh, Ben Askren like posted
0: a video. Was like, it's like the youngest kid in the UFC right now. Yeah. They were talking is. about how he, um, they were like asking him, like, how did, it, how did you make it this far this early? And he was like, he's saying something, about he's never in my life have I ever cut corners. I was like, well, dude, you cut corners somewhere because you fucking suck at kickboxing. <laughs> like you have not done a kickboxing <laughs> class in your goddamn life. That's true. It doesn't make any sense. Like how can you tell me that you haven't cut corners when you haven't done the full extent of your job? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You can't, you can't tell me that you're the best bus driver in the world and you don't have a driver's
2: license. That's true. Maybe he meant like he's literally never cut corners. Like he, he rounds all of his corners, <laughs> yeah. like when he's walking, you know, like, and he also doesn't step on cracks. I don't on cut side
0: corners. Moves. I only run straight I forward. I run straight forward. <laughs> straight forward or straight backwards. I've That's never, it.
2: I've never cut a corner in my life. Like, how do you get Like, if you go to the. How do you get around the grocery store?
0: Yeah, I don't know how you would do it. You stay to the aisle. Honestly, like kickboxing is something that it just blows me away that people, like I get it. Like you don't know how to kickbox because you don't fucking care about kickboxing. I care. I just don't know how to do it. But like, it's not something that you're you're pursuing or you're trying to do. But like you're training people for MMA for the UFC for it. It's not a tough thing to learn or to Mm -hmm. understand. Like honestly, there's ten punches in boxing. There's Mm -hmm. probably 12 to 14 strikes in kickboxing in general yeah and like you honestly in in my style of kickboxing for mma i take away some of the punches um out of the boxing stuff like Mm -hmm. things like a right hook i don't use a right hook ever makes sense too short and it leaves you too open but anyways like it's not rocket science once you've once you've learned those those 15 strikes how to do those 15 strikes it's just about putting them together in different ways different combinations and like it all makes sense if i punch with my right hand you're probably going to try to make that miss you mm-hmm. and i know which direction you're going to go you go make it the miss- other way that's right. how tj's so made like, his head kick so right. successful and it's like it all makes sense so how do you fuck that up how do you how do you get to the ufc and have that many that that much access to all of that stuff and fuck it up
2: well it's, you see the same thing in reverse with guys who have no wrestling or jujitsu jitsu and yeah. they're fighting in the ufc that's true you know look at Leo and mishita wrestling like had dog shit jujitsu
0: but he was like a black belt in jujitsu i think yeah you know it's like no you're how the fuck are you a black belt i feel like wrestling is a little bit of a different wrestling is dude that is a tough i've never seen anybody pick that up naturally no it takes a long time and to um, pick up to just do a shot mm -hmm. dude that took me like six years to to feel like i finally was like I get it now. Yeah. Now I just need to make my body do it. it took me about twelve years,
2: I guess, yeah. because I just recently got to where I can shoot doubles on people with and it be successful. Yeah. You know, before I would shoot a double and I would like hesitate or would like half ass it and it was obvious what I was doing, you know. Um I used to not be able to shoot um with my uh left leg forward. I'd have to switch to my right leg, but mm-hmm. I, I stood with my left leg forward in a grappling stance. So anytime I would switch stances, people knew I was gonna shoot a double. Yeah. <laughs> it was super
0: retarded. The uh, well, it's common like um, when <laughs> Lizzie's screaming at the dog. Oh, I thought she was screaming like for help. <laughs> um, no, it's pretty common that um, like when Johnny Hendricks he wrestled mm-hmm. um, previously. He's left-handed, so he shot yeah. off of his left leg, which is opposite of what he stands in his kickboxing. Stance. Oh, yeah. And so whenever he shoots, or whenever he shoots, he has to switch his stance through his striking. That makes sense. Um, yeah, to do that. Sometimes it's a little bit more successful because you're closing that gap and then making the shot, and then yeah, making the shot, stuff like that. That um, guy fell out the deep end. Dude, I saw him um, not too long? Well, I'd say like two years ago. Mm. Uh, we were in we were backstage of some fights. Um, he had a guy that was fighting. I had a guy that was fighting, and um, he's fat.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's that's his biggest problem. He stopped being able to make weight for some reason.
0: Like I don't know what. I don't know how that happens. I don't know if he ever was able to make weight. But you know, yeah. like, He really, he just didn't, he didn't do anything about his weight. He didn't, he's one of those thick guys in but general. How? how do you not? That's another you know? thing. Yeah. Like I, I get, I honestly, I kind of get it. Like if there were, if you put me in that position where I'm in the UFC, I've got all the right people doing all the right things for me. The one place that I know me personally would still struggle is uh weight training and eating. Mm-hmm eating right yeah those so are the you, two things that killed me whenever i was fighting those are the two things that kill me now like I'd, i've i always struggled with those two things hmm. i think if i were put in that position i would still that's no different I for just, me it w- it's the opposite like i would do
2: really well with the weight training and the eating i just suck at all the fighting part
0: see like that's the part that i love like i will go train oh i want hours. to do it i just suck i want to kickbox. i want to yeah. i want to hit mids i want to <sighs> roll i'm going to do that Want to be on the mats like that's the only thing that i want to do i don't want to lift weights mm-hmm. i don't want to do any of that if i have somebody and see where i would where i've always excelled in those kind of areas has been like identifying those weaknesses right. knowing that about myself and then finding people to to fix it to fix that because i know if i hold myself accountable to somebody else that i'll do it um like whenever i had when i had a strength coach we actually need to get on the show. He's in Notre mm-hmm. Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah. Strength and conditioning coach now, but he was the strength and conditioning coach at UCA. So I just drive up there every day. I knew he was going to be there. I knew he'd make me work out. So I'd go up there and we'd, and we lived. I got fucking swole. Yeah. He moved right down the drain. Boom. Um, So I can see that being an issue. But later on, if you're a professional, I know.
2: Yeah. You know, but you know, I've had conversations with, um with Bryce also about that, you know, So, um, we have, uh, um, Ross strength and speed, like Mm -hmm. two doors down from West side. Yeah. Um, and he cuts the fighters and, and, and he, not just the fighters, he cuts everybody at West side, a phenomenal deal, Mm -hmm. um, for the amount of specialized training that you get in his gym, the price is it's under a hundred dollars. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to put his business out there, but, um,
0: not without him paying, not without
2: him paying for a sponsorship. Mm -hmm wow um but and so so tj's always had that you know so tj's always been able to do strength and conditioning with a strength and conditioning coach yeah bryce didn't right and now that bryce is training at Westside more and he's coaching at Westside and stuff he's starting to get into getting a strength and conditioning deal now too mm-hmm. um you know and, and Ro, uh, ross's program is typically two to three days a week that's it you know yeah. just two or three days a week of his program um and that's really, he has one specifically for like the jujitsu guys, one for the MMA guys. And then he also trains like rugby and baseball and like all this other stuff too. But, um, it, it's, it's a pretty fr- good deal. And I think that was something cause Bryce's concern has always been that he's too small for his weight class, Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he, his big deal was to try to put on more muscle. Um, I try I told him just to do steroids. Um, but he was like, oh, "I don't know." Well, I'm like, "Dude, like we'll we'll
0: figure it out," you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, I would. Um, I got a question for you, though. Yeah. So, you, I meant to ask you this a couple of episodes ago. We were talking about uh, teaching jujitsu classes and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Do you plan your classes ahead of time? That's a great question, and
2: I'm glad that you asked me, <laughs> because I noticed something about myself here recently. And, and it's in that realm, right? Mm-hmm. So I do plan my kids' classes out, right? Um, because I, I do teach a lot of the self-defense techniques for the kids' class. Yeah. And so because of that, I have to plan it out because, you, you know, I like for things to flow accordingly, mm-hmm. right? Well, what I noticed with all my adult classes was if I'm not actively training, my adult classes suffer because I didn't realize how much of my... Class curriculum is based off of inspiration that I obtained through training. That right? you want to do. That I want to do. Right. And because I'm constantly um, studying myself. And so I've been teaching a lot of side guard here lately, you know, pulling into the side guard position where you can take the back and sweep and all these other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the past two weeks, not to be confused with side control, not to be confused with side control, right? Side guard is from the closed guard. Have you position. ever heard
0: people call it side guard? I've never heard
2: them call it side guard. I've heard them call it, um, side mount, which always kind of weirded me
0: out. Side mount doesn't bother right. me. It makes sense. Yeah. I've always had, to, what what's cracked me up is I'll tell people get inside, inside the guard or get inside guard. And they're like, which way do I go? And I'm telling them to get inside of somebody's guard. Yeah. They're thinking get in side guard. And so we had this issue for a while where like people were calling side control side guard. (laughs) I was like, no, you're fucking misunderstanding what I'm trying to perpetuate.
2: A really fucking weird thing.
0: Yeah, and so we had like three or four people. I was like, you guys have to. I had a class was like, listen, this isn't side guard. This is not what this this position. The best part is they were going around telling everybody that that's
2: what you called it. Yeah, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) in the community, they're like, well, Johnny, my my professor calls this side guard. (laughs) Yeah. And the whole time you're like, I've never said that. Um. But the side guard lesson plan came from, I trained with uh, one of my, one of my buddies, so our purple boat, uh, Owen. And during that round, we did like five or six rounds, five minutes a piece. And I was, I was working the side guard position just not because I wanted to, it just kind of happened. Mm. And then it was one of those things where I was like, dude, I forgot all about this position. Yeah. And then, um, I started noticing some tweaks that I had to make to make it work against him. And I was like, dude, my students should definitely know these details. And so for the next two weeks, I kind of focused in on that. And that's when I realized, because I would noticed that, like I was showing up to class and being like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to teach. Yeah. Like I couldn't think of anything, nothing. I was just like, well, I guess I could teach this. But then after that, I was like pumped. I was like, man, I can't wait to get to class. I'm going to hit this. I'm going to talk about this. And I realized that most of my lessons plans. Are derived from what I'm doing regularly in training, mm-hmm. you know. And I have a, a versatile training. I don't have a deliheva, so my students do not get a lot of deliheva training um, because I suck at it. Um, but I do have really good deliheva passes. Yeah, you know. And so I kind of rely we on my students, versus your students. <laughs> we should. I do a lot of deliheva, and I do a lot okay. of deliheva passes. There we go. But um, I kind of rely on the other coaches to teach them. That stuff. The
0: rest of it. And yeah. I'm like, I hope you guys are going to other classes because uh, you're not gonna get it from me. See, I don't. I used to really try to plan out like, I'll I, I'll I loosely plan out my classes. I'll say that I'll have like, you know, we're doing like daily Heva for a couple of months, just basically until I get tired of teaching it. Yeah. Um, and we'll do. I try. Well, I'll say I try to do in three week cycles. The first week is an introduction to the position. Let's say we're doing daily EVA. the first week, depending on who's in the classes that week, if I have a bunch of white belts going on, then it's an introduction to the position. If I have a lot of purple or blue belts, then it's like a lot of uh, drilling from that position. A lot of like um, do triangles from daily Hiva, take the back from daily EVA, stuff like that. Um, And then, so that's the first week. The second week is like, um, is when we really, really focus on drills, just doing it over and over. Like I've already set, In the first week, I've already taught like a handful of techniques. And then the second week is we just do those same same techniques. I don't teach it as much and we do more. Mm -hmm. And then the third week is like live position drills. And so that's how I try to structure my stuff. The reason I ask that is because like I've had the issue of I don't know who's going to show up in my classes. Right. If I'm going to have a whole class, I've had classes full of blue, purple and brown belts. And then I've had classes where it's all white belts. So it's like, you know, I, I'll plan. I'm like, okay, well, yesterday I had a bunch of high-level guys. So let's plan to do some like Barambolo from daily heva, or some mm-hmm. high-level stuff. I'll get to class. I have a bunch of white belts. I'm like, fuck. All right, well, let's go back to clothes Guard and do this or something. You know, and so then I'll, I'll kind of end up jumping around. And it's tough to stay consistent and keep everybody happy. I think the reason that I don't suffer from that is because i don't know any
2: high level jujitsu mm-hmm. and so everybody just gets the same six moves yeah i don't know That's any fine. high level stuff you know yeah um like i do
0: i do teach lasso guard um you know what 2020 mitch is gonna be is gonna it should be the year of the guard for yeah, me yeah high probably. level high level guard techniques for mitch i think i'm gonna start learning how to bear and bolo mitchell hall i know a guy <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um i got a private with johnny i yeah. can't uh i, I can't come bucks, to class. sorry <laughs> uh, you can subscribe to my patreon Rolly really tried to help me work on my guard um on in 2018 and that's because
0: it wasn't 2020 that's, that's why it wasn't the future
2: and it, it wasn't super successful in in like implementing it however Uh, My guard did get better, but not I don't think in the way that he as the coach planned for it to get better. I think he was really hoping I would hone in and get like a guard that I just have a go-to, and I hit that go-to all the time. And I do to an extent, um, but what it did do is it made me start thinking about my guard more. And so I started uh, with with my lower-ranked guys, I'll play guard more, um, just to stay in the loop. Um, Again, like I said, Roley's intentions were – he had told me the things that made you successful at brown belt are not going to make you successful at black belt. Yeah. And my guard
0: being one of them. I know? think, I think though, too, if you want to have a good top game, you have to be able to play the bottom game and yeah. like understand the bottom game. true to do one thing. You have to be able to do the inverse of it because you have to understand it. So instead of getting my guard
2: better, I just got really good at, um, building my base and yeah i got really good at getting my guard passed and then building up my base and scrambling to the top yeah so my underhook game is probably one of my best um attributes from the bottom
0: that's that's a nogi style Mm -hmm. game honestly like that's what happens in in nogi yep i've 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 said quite a bit like the body lock position anytime i can get my hands together and wrapped around you in nogi i'm winning yeah you know what i'm saying like in the takedown game and all of it, because that means you can't get away from me. True. You watch ADCC and that's like all it is. Somebody gets taken down and it's like, now I have to get away from you and then get back up.
2: And the other piece with the underhook thing that, cause I preach underhooks with my students a lot. And the other piece to that underhook, the way that I I use it to get up from the bottom, whether it be from half guard or side control. um, I know that as I'm coming up, they they only have a couple of options. Yeah. They can shoot a wild triangle because I've got my arm underhooked, you know, you'll see that, but I'm aware of it. And so I'm, I'm hyper conscious of their body position. And, you know, as soon as I feel them kind of make a particular move, I know they're probably trying to hit that, um, you know, and you can't jump to my back. So, because my hook, my under hooks in, in the way, um, and so a lot of times it turns into a dog fight, uh, which is what I want or they'll usually just swap to the guard like they'll fall to their
0: side and try to play a guard game with me listen this conversation is really boring let's talk about something different <laughs> uh, 2020 goals go i don't even want to talk anymore like, <laughs> you inter- i was i was going somewhere with mine dude i can't help it like i keep getting like I'll I'll be having a good time doing this podcast, and then I remember I have a fucking wedding to go to this weekend, and I want to die. I have to go pick up my rented (laughs) tub. Well, don't take it out on me. (laughs) Dude, I'm serious. Every time I think about it, like, it gives me that just, like, you know, whenever you hit your head on a counter, and the only reaction you have is, like, like, that's all you can react? That's how I feel every time I think about this wedding, like... They planned it three days after Christmas. Oh, I know. I have to have a rehearsal dinner tonight. I don't have a haircut. I don't mm-hmm. have a suit. Yeah, oh, it makes me so angry. I don't. I can't remember the last time I went to a wedding. Dude, I, I'm being 100% serious. This is the absolute. I'll go to weddings. This is absolutely the last time I'll be a part of a wedding. Yeah, I, I'm not even gonna be a part of my own. mm I'll have a mm-mm. stand-in. Huh? Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was ominous.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I don't hate you. No. (laughs) (laughs) Why need to put up like an on-air thing? (laughs) Keep the riffraff out. We told her
2: to come in and be on the podcast. Yeah,
0: she could have. Yeah. Um. No, it it is one of my friend's uh, wedding. He knows my disdain for having to do these things. Oh, that's what she was concerned about? Yeah. yeah, Was that he was going to get upset? He's going to be offended and upset. Does he listen to the podcast? Yeah. Oh, okay. And he knows I love him and I don't give a shit about his feelings. Um, (laughs) But it's still, he knows it's the worst time to do a wedding. Come on. Right around Christmas? Yeah. Come on. Um, Yeah. Way to to make yourself the center of
2: attention when everybody else is trying to have a good time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I'm going to go and I'm going to do it. And I was thinking actually what I'm probably going to do... I'm hoping if they have a free bar, mm, that'd be awesome. I'm gonna get fucking shit faced. Yeah, like Myrtle Beach, and just see what happens. I might like ruin you their might, whole wedding. You might find a wife. Yeah, there. And might. At yeah, the it's about time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was, I was just thinking like, what if I just got super drunk and just see what happens? All right, 2020 goals. What are your 2020 goals? Great. Here's what mine are um good uh good goals mitch i want to get more sorry my kid's uh, throwing up <laughs> oh really yeah oh damn well it's not my fault merry so. christmas thanks uh i'm gonna get more guests on the show because mm-hmm. we're boring now. We're the, I, literally like... i listened to i listened to episode one two mm-hmm. this week because uh, i wanted i wanted to listen to all of them but i realized that's 15 hours mm-hmm. 16 hours um no even longer like 30 hours of content because we do two hours an episode at least so um the same things that we said in episode one and two are the same things we're saying now so a we need more we need more guests okay i kind of want to you know i want to get a producer Mm. i was thinking about if anybody wants to audition for being a producer and here's how we'll go about it well we're not paying you we're not paying you yet yet it's an intern right and you can use this on your resume Dude, honestly, I'll teach you graphic design. I'll teach you how to do all of our stuff. If you want to start a podcast, come be my intern. Yep, <laughs> I'll show you how to do it all. Um, you can be on the show. We'll have them on as a guest. Mm-hmm. And that'll be their interview process. Can yep. they hang with us? And if they suck... Um, then sorry, get out. You know what? Yep. But your job requirements will be basically... You can't sing. Don't even get on the stage. Well, Nate's... Nate's in, for sure. Nate's definitely in. Um, you got to be here once a week. You got to keep us on task.
2: And they have to be on time.
0: Yeah. Yes, on time. And you have to know how to set... Basically, get everything... Troubleshoot everything. Get it all going. And then you're going to have to do... Eventually, commercials for us. Because mm-hmm. I watch like... Uh, I've told you that I watch the Tiger Belly podcast. I yeah. really like the Tiger yeah. Belly podcast. <laughs> I found a new one, too. Called... I was telling you about it. The Forehead Fables. Oh, yeah. That guy's fucking hilarious. He's just my humor anyways um on tiger belly they have like a producer they'll sometimes chime in on a conversation or whatever um you'll be allowed to talk every now and then produce future producer when we allow it when you're spoken to Mm -hmm. um but basically he'll be like sorry to interrupt guys it's time for a commercial and then they'll go into their commercial we need somebody to do that for us because i forget to shout people out all the time yeah i forget um I forget to do our social media bullshit, our YouTube and like all of that stuff. Um, cuz I'm too busy being a star. Yeah. Like I'm I'm a podcast star now. I'm not like most boys. Mm-mm. I'm a podcaster. You're a real boy. And uh so I need somebody. We need somebody to keep us on track.
2: I think that was a a funny slip where hmm. you said I need somebody. I need and somebody. then you're like no, I forgot there's somebody else. That we need somebody.
0: We. Well, we. The real, the real reason behind the producer, honestly, from... To so do everything that you already do. No, no, no. Because I'll still want to do a lot of it. Oh, okay. Um, I'm just that kind of person. Like, mm-hmm. I want to do the work because I want it a certain way. But most of it's like, we need somebody to keep us like, don't forget the Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't forget to shout out your Patreon. Ooh, speaking
2: of Instagram, um, on the way here, I went and looked at some mckinsey Dern stuff. Yeah. I know we haven't done like, that in a while. Oh, we haven't. So we I We have really a- haven't. I had some pretty funny ones that I screenshot.
0: There's been, what's funny is, uh, I see like BJJ girls that are, there was one in particular, uh, Patty Fontes mm-hmm. that was talking about, uh, before she got breast augmentation surgery, she was talking about getting it. And all I could think about was like, Oh man, save this for six months later. Cause she's going to have some great comments on here in about six months. <laughs> when she starts <laughs> taking pictures of those things, I, uh,
2: there was actually some really good ones. So this one was from when she took the picture of herself. There was like three pictures. She was on the beach and she was like in a bikini. And she was... Uh, when she was pregnant? No, this was like recently. Oh, okay. And so um, I just... This is just a few of the good ones. Um, Agostino Frankie says that she gets me happier than a puppy with two Peters. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's a lot. Um, oh, and this one... It, the name of the account is just "Mommy or Daddy."
1: All, <laughs> that's all It says,
2: and they wrote "milf milf 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 milf," and then they just typed a bunch of letters that um, that just says, "Oh yeah, you you They just typed a bunch of letters after "milf milf 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 milf," um, and then Packer fan seven two nine says that Packer he would, fan seven two nine. He said he would drink her
0: bath water. I would. Yeah. I would uh, drink bath water.
2: My favorite is Dax Million, who is a guy, says, I don't understand. I've been doing BJJ since 2012, and I look nothing like this. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> and when then, am
2: I going to be a hot BJJ girl? I know. And then my favorite one of all time was uh, Dio Skarts, or whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, he just goes, man you really are adamant about people respecting you for your skills, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Cause you know, Mackenzie was doing that forever. She was like, I just want people to, you know, stop worrying about the way I look and what I do and blah, blah, blah. And like respect me for my skills in the ring and in the octagon and stuff. And all she does is post all these pictures. I went on Reddit and, um, and I, I like to Google best comments on Reddit sometimes and see what comes up. And, um, Somebody had posted a shitpost at one point, and this guy says, um, he, it was like, it's one of the best punchlines ever. He said, my grandfather smoked his whole life. I was about 10 years old. So this is the guy's response to a shitpost, right? I was about 10 years old when my mother said to him, if you ever wanna see your grandchildren graduate, you have to stop immediately. Tears welled up in his eyes when he realized that that was ex- what was exactly at stake. He gave, up, he gave it up immediately. Three years later, he died of lung cancer. It was really sad and destroyed me. My mother said to me, don't ever smoke. Please don't put your family through what your grandfather put us through. I agreed. At 28, I have never touched a cigarette. I must say, however, I feel a slight sense of regret for never having done that because your post gave me cancer anyways.
0: <laughs>
2: like, it was like the most drawn out like
0: scenario. Get, yeah, yeah. And then
2: it's like your post gave me cancer anyways. Um, oh, this one was really funny. This guy on Conspiracy, he says that, um, he's like, I don't have any proof of this, but I think people with Down syndrome's parents were abducted by aliens and then bred with. He's like, I've been watching a lot of shows, a show called Born This Way and studying them. They have similar facial features and look like what we describe as aliens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so fucking crazy. <laughs> I, have, like, I think it's... Uh... There for parents that made fun of uh, handicapped kids when they were younger. There's that as well. I have a, I knew a guy that, that I remember him making fun of autistic kids and, then and now he, he has an autistic kid. Oh, I, I thought
2: you were going to say then he, then uh, he got, got
0: autism. Then he got autistic. <laughs> um, there, you never said your fucking goals for 2020, Mitch. I, because every time
2: I started you, that's when you were like, oh, um, it, uh you you're we just i hate this podcast so oh. just, you just kept saying that over and over again oh yeah every time i would start my goals for 2020 i do hate this podcast. i know you do it's okay we'll get <laughs> through it together <laughs> <Yeah>. uh-huh. <laughs> um i want to finish my degree that's for sure in 2020 um i'm gonna compete a lot so i made that decision like i'm going back into the competition thing um
0: <laughs> that lasted a month and a half
2: my competitions, well, because I tore my bicep in my first black belt match and couldn't compete for six months.
0: And then you complained because you lost your last one. I'm done competing. I'm going to do self-defense now. That's not what I said exactly. Um, I have it on tape. It's like, on it's the record. Recorded.
2: I, did, I said that I'm going to focus on combatives. <laughs> There's a difference. Um, and you did. You did. I did. Mm-hmm. I did. And then that got boring. And yeah. so now. Um, Nobody's combating me. Nobody. I've tried to get into so many fights. Hang out in my backyard for a while. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I'm going to compete. I'm going to try to compete at least uh, three or four times next year as a black boat. And a big piece of it actually is because something you said on one of the uh, episodes where I said, you know, I know I'm never going to be a master's world champion or anything like that. And you're like, I think you could, I think if you dedicated some serious time to it and really focused in on it, you could do it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. You're right. I think I can. And so I'm going to do that. I'm going to try to hit some competitions mainly. And then um, kind of, 2022 or no no 2021 2021 depending on where my life is at i'm thinking about opening an academy mm-hmm. so i know that's we're talking about 2020 but 2020 will be the planning year yeah right? and then maybe rolling into 2021 i'd like to open up a, a gym in cabot
0: well jacksonville's
2: so. off limits now yep. so that's okay
0: that's dude, okay don't worry jacksonville i'm not opening a gym in this <laughs> yeah. shithole geez people dude. have already tried and we failed. drove through and i was like Nope. I'm not, I'm not thinking about nope. opening it. Now you jam. could open up a used tire shop. Yeah. Good Lord. Huge. That's the only thing people need in this area and is liquor stores. apparently used tires and liquor stores. Yep. Yeah. It's oh, that liquor store. Three of them right there, mm-hmm. man. How lucky are you living the and dream? There's
2: apparently an underground railroad trail right to it.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> and there's like trails behind my house that I'm pretty sure lead directly to the, yeah. to the liquor store. We need it. We actually need to go out there and find out one mm-hmm. day. I'm kind of afraid that after last time that we went back there and then somebody started flexing with their shotgun. Oh, I know. We walk in the woods and then next thing you know, everybody's like, oh, I should
2: sight my rifle in a hundred yards.
0: Yeah. Make sure that they can hear it. I'll just
2: uh, I'll just get a screwdriver and a ninja sword and we'll go out there and check it out.
0: 2020 for me, for my personal goals, because I stated kind of something <clears throat> for the podcast, for the podcast mm-hmm. I want to get uh, back in shape. And I mean that. I want to, like, eat healthier. Yeah. I want to lift again. A lot wanna, of fast food
2: so you can get your speed so up. So I want
0: to get faster, yeah. Um, and I'm going to drink a lot because I want to get looser, you know, yeah. to be flexible. Yeah. So that's, that's how you loosen up the muscles, you drink a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and But, yeah, seriously, I want to lift and, like, get healthy because I'm so sick of of uh, competing and then taking six months off because I'm injured, competing, right. taking six months off. And I think actually living here will help with it because I'll be stuck at the gym three days a week mm-hmm. where I can't leave. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah you can't just go home do. on your lunch break, yeah. So I'll just go in the back and lift a little bit. Yeah, you got a great gym back there. Yeah. You know, maybe
2: um, it'll inspire you to add more equipment.
0: Yeah. You know, something more useful. Right. I don't know what you have. I mean... What are you talking about? I have like everything <laughs> I need at back there. The only thing that I don't have... That I would like to have is a glute ham raise mm. thing, where like you know you hang off the end. And yeah, do and sit ups. Yeah, backwards sit ups. Like GHD. Um, I forget what it's called. Uh, That's what it's called. So yeah, okay. Um, I used to do CrossFit.
1: That's
0: let's talk about it. about it. You want to do another podcast? <laughs> what are you being? A, you're being such a dick this episode. <laughs> like, because <laughs> I'm grumpy, dude. You I don't are grumpy. Wanna, I don't want to. You're fucking, so grumpy. I did this whole move. Ask Lizzie about it. I did this whole move pretty much by myself. I did like. I carried everything. I set everything up, and not because like Lizzie didn't like help me. It's just because wait a she was working most of it, yeah. and b I'm like, when I I don't want to stop something doing something because I know when I stop, then it's done. it's yeah. not gonna it's not gonna pick back up. So if I get momentum on something, I just try to power through. I was like, what was it on Tuesday? Mm-hmm. I moved from well, I taught class until noon um moved before like packed up before that <clears throat> afterwards i moved from noon until i moved for 12 hours mm. um and legitimately went until i couldn't walk anymore like my foot hurt so fucking bad that i was like limping through the house when i got up in the middle of the night to um, go to the bathroom i had to hop on one foot to the bathroom because it's just i had been like walking and it'd yeah. been like uh, my foot was swollen and <laughs> all kinds of shit. And then Josh was like, you want to train today? I was like, fuck no. I don't want to do shit today.
2: He was super upset about
0: it. But yeah, all of that. And then this wedding coming up and just my parents are coming into town next week. <laughs> it's just a nightmare. The holidays in general are like the worst time of the year for me. I love it. I love the holidays. Really? Oh, you yeah. do? I fucking love it. I can't stand it. It's I don't like the stress. I don't like everybody like forcing themselves to be happy and cheery. Yeah.
2: No, uh, well, I genuinely am happy and cheery during the holidays. Um, The only, probably the only uh, moving forward into the rest of my life, I guess, the only downside is my mom passed away like two weeks before Christmas, Yeah, you know. But uh, at the same time, like, I I don't think it really affected me um, in that way. You know, it didn't ruin Christmas for me. Mm -hmm. You know, her birthday's tomorrow. um, And I don't really feel like it ruined my Christmas. Um, And I think... I think it's because, like, my mom had such a, like, super happy life, you know, in my opinion, that, like, you know, I don't – I can't be sad about that, you yeah. know? So, so that would be the only reason. But And I thought about that, too. I was like, man, is this going to, like, mess me up for the rest of my life during the holidays? And so far, I feel okay. Mm-hmm. So I think I'll be all right. So.
0: I just hate being – around the holidays, when everybody starts putting responsibilities on you. Mm-hmm. That's what I hate. Yeah, you got to be here. You got to do this. When people job. are making you do things, you're know, like,
2: "Oh my god!"
0: I don't, I don't want to do anything that I don't want to do. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this is my life. I don't want to do <laughs> my things. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to talk about. Mm. <laughs> no,
2: sorry guys, sorry. That that the last episode of 2019 bling. was the worst episode.
0: I, but I enjoyed having Nate on a lot. That last episode, I I did too. That it was, was super funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nate Nate is one of the legitimately just one of the funniest people and one of the most genuine uh sweet people I've ever met in my entire life.
2: I mean this with uh with all due respect when I describe Nate uh, cuz I never get to hang out with Nate. That was the first time I ever actually hung out with yeah. him. And then we had a lot of funny content that happened in the vehicle on the way to the restaurant <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. we totally could have used. Yeah. You know, um but he's like absent-mindedly funny. Mm-hmm. You know, where you're, you're not Sometimes you can tell when he's actually making a joke, and then other times he's like genuinely just being Nate. Yeah, but it's also super funny.
0: Yeah, I think people you know? have a hard time reading that. Yeah, and don't they're like, oh, I don't really know. But I just yeah, laugh. I just he's he just wants to have a good time and wants to yeah wants to make people happy around him. I love him to death. He's oh, it's so weird. He's become like one of my closest friends just through us training mm-hmm. together and stuff like that. We've been each other's training partners since day one. Yeah. Um, it's such a funny like thing that we became partners. And oh, I meant to tell this story whenever um whenever he was here. He knew me whenever I was straight edge. Mm. That's what, yeah, because he he
2: mentioned straight edge for life on the Yeah, episode. yeah,
0: because I stopped I, I broke edge when I was twenty six. Um and he didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. And he's always gone out and partying and drinking and wanted always wanted me to go. I was like, no, I'm not really into that, you know. Um, well, it was my 26th birthday, and we were in Kansas City for this girl that I was dating at the time. It was, like, or weren't really dating, but it was like her. It was one of her fights, so we went to go watch her. And it's my birthday, so my friends took me out, um and I got really, really drunk. But Nate was there, and I come up to Nate. I'm like, and I have a bottle of beer in my hand. He's like, "What are you doing?" Like, starts freaking out. It's like, "No, dude, it's cool. Like, you're broke. It's a drink now." I've never seen anybody so happy in their life because he realized that he just gained another party buddy and that we get to like have fun together. And he was just like that whole day. He's like, I'm so excited, man. He's like dancing with me. And always oh, was good. That's hilarious. Yeah. He just wants to see good, good things for
2: people. Yeah. And you can, you could see that like it was genuine the whole time. Mm-hmm. Cause at one point, um, I don't know, like he, he has like um, his level of concern at times was was what was funny too sometimes like because yeah. we were eating and you went to the bathroom and we had talked about one of his future announcements you know and like he was just like hey don't tell anybody okay yeah yeah. and like he was looking at me like please please don't say a word right and uh i just remember
0: thinking like no i'm not gonna say anything <laughs> i i promise you know yeah um he's got yeah he's um he's very passionate about every, mm-hmm. everything everything, everything. That he does. yeah everything. Um, and he's just he's such a good dude. I love him to death. We're gonna have him on again. Oh yeah. Um that'll be twenty twenty goals. Have Nate on more. Yeah. And then, I'd like uh, to have
2: him on. I wish that we could get the other individual that we are not allowed to talk about. I wish we could get him on.
0: I'll convince him one way or another. Because he's in
2: yeah, he'd be, he would be he's a good, good person to have Cause on. Because I just too. don't see how being on our show could ruin his career you know like, <laughs> how can it not uh, everybody else's career has actually
0: gone through the roof that's true so maybe now that he's seen that then he'll he'll jump yeah. on um what if we just don't say his announce name. who it is yeah just don't say it'll do, just be a mystery guess. yeah we'll just call him like jared no because i have a jared at my gym oh space uh space cowboy <laughs> spring break cowboy so spring I mean, Space cowboy, cowboy. <laughs> um we'll figure it out yeah uh yeah we we've got uh we've got to have him on we still have a whole handful of guests that we gotta have on so we're just gonna do from now on every episode we're gonna talk about what we um what we want to do and then never actually do it yep just keep talking about it no it's gonna happen 2020 is gonna make it it's gonna it's gonna be great we have a
2: lot of really big announcements coming up Mm -hmm. um but we're never going to announce them. We're we, just going
0: to talk about them.
2: We'll announce them. So goal um, goal going into the first episode of 2020 will be to not talk about anything from other episodes. Yeah, that's a good idea.
0: Also, and have a goddamn topic that we've researched. Mm-hmm. We're going to do that as soon as we're done here. We're going to come up with a list of topics. Nailed it. Because I want, you know, we need, we've got to have something. We'll have uh, merch available 2020. Mm-hmm. And this comes out on Monday. We've 30th. started re- we've oh what the 30th mm-hmm. that's right. yeah okay. Yeah. We've started rec- we've been recording them on kind of weird days. We've gotten off our schedule so it's been all a little bit fucked. Cattywampus. Wampus? Um, but yeah, we do have some big announcements. We've got friends that are starting podcasts mm-hmm. next year. We've got tournaments that we've been invited to mm-hmm. um through the the rough and tumble podcast. Um, our Patreon is still blowing up. We're still trying to hit a hundred dollars a month so that we can release our seminar. We yep. just released the, uh, TJ Brown head kick video. Which, Turned out great. Dude. I love that video. Turned I out think great. it was great. Um, really, really quick, simple technique video. Um, we will no longer be filming them in my garage because I don't have a garage, garage anymore. No, yeah. So now we got to find somewhere else to do them. Um, but like I said, tell us what your goals are for twenty twenty. Tell us what like what you wanna see the podcast do in twenty twenty. And ask us more questions. Ask us more questions. If you leave us to our own devices where all we're gonna do is talk about buttholes, yeah. obviously. I know that I haven't been the most I haven't been the best about like replying to everybody mm-hmm. and being on there lately because of this move. Um has been killing me. I've got Sunday, I've got Felipe Trovo coming in to yeah. the gym. I wanted to try and get him on this, on I the wanted, podcast. I was gonna mention that. He speaks really, really poor English. Perfect. Um, which would be, I feel like, would make for an awful podcast. <laughs> um, but he's going to be coming in. Um, so I'll get to, we'll get to talk about that next episode. That'll be really fun. Uh, he's really, dude, he's insanely good. So good. And that's about it. That's subscribe it. to our Patreon. Subscribe to our YouTube. Our YouTube videos are getting released. Every and they'll be they'll be released every every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, however, sometimes they take a little bit longer, so they might be released on Tuesday. They might be released on Monday. Trying to get a consistent date for it. This all takes time, people. Uh, but we need a producer. So come try out to be our producer. That'll be our next guest. Whoever can make it. What's the date for our next uh, episode? Um, Are we going to do Wednesday?
2: No, because I'll be out of town all next week for the new year.
0: Okay. Um, so we so may have do to next do Sunday?
2: a Sunday episode. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so,
0: so next Sunday uh, we're going to do an January. episode. If you if you message me on the uh, the podcast, what's the date? Five January. Fifth of January. If you message me on the Rough and Tumble Podcast Instagram that you want to try out to be our are we're, we're going to call it intern, then we'll bring you on. And then we'll, we'll interview you and hopefully your episode will be more exciting than this episode. True. And if it is, then you get the spot. <laughs> um, other than that, that's about it. We love you. Sorry this episode boring. Sorry was it sucked boring. so bad. Insect. sucked. We didn't plan it. Nothing. We're the worst. Oh, God. We suck. Just the worst. 2020, we're going to
2: just... 20, you guys wait. You just wait. 2020 is going to be great. We're going to be handsome
0: and intelligent and uh
1: and his name is john c
0: that's the last time you guys get to hear it yes. yeah oh yeah we've got to have all new songs. yeah that's the last should time should we have a new intro we're gonna have yeah for 2020 Dude, i don't know
2: if intro. i can do that again i know <laughs> i have i have nothing but faith in your abilities okay just copyright someone like still someone else's that's pretty much what that is yeah i figured
0: all right we're wrapping this up goodbye Uh, See you next year, 2020. Everybody have a happy and safe new year. Uh, Bye. Bye.